Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. It's the professor. And this is Cousin Max. Hi, Cousin Max. How are you? Welcome to the Microbrew Review, everybody. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's going to be a good new year. We survived the apocalypse. I know, right? Good things to come. I'm excited. We have a fresh co- start. Accomplished so much in 2012 that the world is our oyster in 2013. Mm. You only this actually might go well with oysters. Oysters are delicious. Oh, you mean the beer we're fi- focusing on today? Yeah. Awesome. It's also a good fresh start kind of beer, I think. It's maybe not a good January beer. Well, we'd like to be a little unconventional here. Depends on how high you have your heat turned on. (laughs) I guess that could be. So today's feature beer is from a place called The Brewery, or a brewery called The Brewery, Uh, but they do not spell it the same way. They spell it Brewery. Brewery. Not nearly enough uh, umlauts in there. Yeah. Yeah, That's what we're missing. So the beer is actually a Saison Rue, and Ian laughed at me because I picked it... And he read the bottle and said, well, no wonder you love it. It's unfiltered, unpasteurized. It's earthy and delicious. Well, we've had this before, and I was very fond of it, and that hasn't changed. Fantastic. Our first beer dinner we ever hosted together. Mm-hmm. It uh, was a latecomer, I think. Bad idea that was. <laughs> Look where we are now. Yeah, that's true. It was a, a, a great moment in time that has created a monster, I think. So... For our first beer dinner ever, since I was kind of new to the beer pairing idea and whatnot, that's the first time that I took my menu to the beer store and met Andy, and he looked it over for me, and he switched out what I had for the cheese course and recommended this beer. Great recommendation. It was. I don't know what you had originally, but I'm sure it might have been very good as well. It was was a good beer, but... I don't remember which one, but it was a Saison. Like, I just felt like... uh, very, very possible. Like, Saison DuPont is delicious. This one's really nice, though, because it's kind of got a nice herb garden taste to it. Uh, not in an overpowering sense, but I get like... Not like in that dogfish head sauté kind of way? Right. Not those potatoes. <laughs> uh, How long like are we going to bring that up for? <laughs> Forever. It's the best best Cousin Max story. Like, even non-beer appreciators. It really can... does smell like raw potatoes. I... Um, my mother took me to a boutique wine shop, which for those of you who've been listening for a while, you should all be aghast. I was surprised too. Um, but she found it. She thought it was a charming little place that I would enjoy. And even though it's in Pennsylvania, they have California wine. It's just one winery. There's sort of like a satellite store. And um, my mom, again, does not drink anything. Except the occasional seven and seven when she's really depressed. But I mean, we're talking boyfriend broke up with her after several years depressed. Anyway, side story. My mom started listening to the podcast, by the way, so I'm going to hear about that. Um, Hello. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Remember Ian? You grabbed his butt last time you saw him. It was sure weird did. for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> okay. Um, the woman, I was telling the woman, you know, what kind of wines I like. It's cold right now. I'm really into the reds more than usual. Um, I blame you too, but anyway. Very good. It's California, so they didn't have a mall back. And so there were two different uh, cab salves that she had that she's trying to describe the difference for me. And uh, so she pours me a, a sample of each so that I can try them out. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, my mom's nose like starting to wrinkle up. I said, you don't have to taste it. But at least smell it for me and tell me if you can smell the difference. <laughs> she goes, it smells like booze. They both, they both smell like booze. <laughs> like, 
Well, at least there's one common denominator. <laughs> Booze. Um, I think this brewery, the brewery, um, is really cool. I was just reading the label here and also from a little research on their website. Uh, we've talked a lot about aging beers and how the fresh hop beers, really, you shouldn't age them too much. Um, those, you know, double citra IPAs you want to drink right away because when you hold on to them for six months to a year, they're just kind of... The flavor is not what the um, brewmaster was intending. But this, it says, our saison will evolve over time, richer and hoppier when fresh, and lighter with rustic notes when aged for up to two years. Rustic is neat. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of rustic. And uh, also on their website, with their different beers, they offer food pairing suggestions. And ironically, they have, probably not too ironically, because Andy knows this stuff, <laughs> okay. uh, but it's all about cheese. Saison uh, Rue has a more malty, spicy kick with a little more heat. You can either pull the earthy qualities from the beer with an aged Gruyere or a soft Telegio, or you can pull the more sweet character with a Parmigiano or a Gouda. Nice. I'm pretty sure we did have a Gouda. Yeah, we did. For sure. I, I think I may have eaten the whole wheel of it. <laughs> yes, you uh, did, actually. That was really good. That's impressive. It was really good. Well, here's the thing with a six-course dinner, especially when it was the first one we ever did. We sort of overshot... We went big portions. The amount of food. Yeah, so they were six whole I, courses. I, I recall... You had a food baby that it day. Was, it was a, it was like six whole courses of food. It was a thing of myth and legend. Beers. Yeah, I, I felt like a Viking lord. Yeah. Well, let's just say I'm really glad I wasn't driving home that night or having to go anywhere or do anything. Because um, it was a Sunday was, night. Yeah. It was, I just ate and ate and ate and then and then got to stay home. And then I just got to sit around and watch, you know, The Walking Dead. It's a tough Great. life, but somebody has to do it. <clears throat> now I uh, the one thing that I picked up on this. Um, and I think that the one thing that a lot of people have a, get, a problem getting over is that when you think cheese, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Wine. Wine. I got you the think, answer right. I got the answer cheese, right. You think you think wine. It's I was just that. Say blue. That is just the. <laughs> well, there's that too. Potatoes. Uh, that is the. That's the first thing that most people jump to. You go to a dinner party. You know, you're going over to someone's house for the holidays. You're going to somebody's house for you know any kind of special event, and you know a very very common occurrence is going to be a wine and cheese. Startup. We did it just recently. Yes, just, you know, you have a couple it's, people it's not over. About pairing by any means. Exactly. But the thing that I found most interesting was when reviewing the uh, the brewery saison uh, rue is that it's best served in a wine glass. Nice tulip or a wine glass. So yeah. to me, that's that's very indicative of how well this beer does pair up with with cheese. And if you are looking for a suitable replacement for a wine, and that also goes along great with just our whole mission statement here. It's Beer is great. It is versatile. It is tasty. It pairs well with food. Whether it's cheese or steak or fish, you can find a beer for every occasion. Or even dessert. Or the even true dessert. challenge Especially of wine. Especially dessert. Yeah, all, all dessert wines are just very sweet, basically. <clears throat> yeah. uh, or like a, a honey mead or something. Um, and that's great. You know, they, they work really well. Wine and food is great. I love having a nice glass of red with a you know, big, fat, juicy steak. Fantastic. But you can also find a beer that'll go just as well with that. And that is something that we, you know, we also do. I don't think we talk about it a lot so much on here, but we're we're all about the the in home catering, food pairing, you know, we'll make you a menu, we'll make you a dinner, we'll come to your house and we'll cook it for you. And I, that's what we want to do. It's not a bad deal. It's a great deal. Well, and we had a great opportunity just you know, we talk a lot about the holidays and everything, but how many people really do want to have a homemade meal 
and have their friends over and do all that. So we got to entertain, you know, help some people entertain and share their love of beer with their friends. Um, And that's one thing we're learning is sometimes they'll say, hey, you know, we're having 12 over, but really only 10 of them are beer drinkers. So can you recommend some wines for the other for the other folks? And, you know, by all means, because both of them go great with good quality food. Um, right, and as much as we love beer, it's not like we don't drink a good cocktail now and again, or a, right. a bourbon neat, or a glass of wine, or a whole bottle of wine. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> even more than stuff. a whole bottle of wine. <laughs> we love all a whole of that stuff. Box of wine. Uh, oh. We're just we're focusing a little more on the beer right now, but it's uh, diversity is good. Yeah, you know, being able to, and uh, I was going over this not too long ago with you, Ian, was that uh, you know, there's there's a lot of folks out there that have not yet come around to the the quality of beer as opposed to the quantity of beer. And when I find myself in a I situation get 30 like beers that beers for $12. And to me, I mean, I, you know, I enjoy the company of a lot of these guys, you know, I'd like to go out, we have a great time. Do I necessarily appreciate the beer? I don't. So I'll move to something like a bourbon, like yeah. a really nice bourbon, you know, cocktail, something like that, you know, and I'll I'll continue to enjoy myself without Drinking something that I don't want to. I had a maple bourbon Manhattan the other day. It was delicious. And it sounds scrumptious. It was. I'm, I'm, I'm just staring at you with my mouth agape because I'm trying to process all of the adjectives you just said. I know. <laughs> maple bourbon. So what the bourbon was infused with maple? Maybe. I don't even know. Oh. They just made it for me and it tasted like heaven. Where was this? Uh, St. James Place. Well, you can also do oh. that with uh, like a maple simple syrup. Mm-hmm. You can just do or just maple, maple syrup, maple, or or just maple syrup. I think that the the uh, maple simple syrup, um, like a, a maple sugar, that was reduced, that may actually mix mix better with a drink. I'll I don't know because pure maple syrup is is very watery. I would say compared to like Aunt Jemima's. I was like. just thinking that it may be a little <laughs> bit more cloyingly sweet. I'll tell you what. I have only been to St. James once, maybe, but I was really impressed Twice. with. Really? Right. No, you went, you've been back a bunch of times now. No, yeah, I thought maybe you came with us that time. Um, when Alex I came was, back, I was in, I was in spirit with you, but no, I wasn't. Hmm. Um, their bartenders very creative, and they're willing to work with you, which is fantastic because, again, I might, I don't really have a go-to cocktail, but if it's creative and you know, unusual, I probably want to try it. And we did that. We were there right around the holidays because I remember asking the guy, oh, what was it? We wanted a... Something with gin? Yes. A... We were like, hey, could we have something that's a little like holiday-y, Holiday themed, yeah. spicy, but gin-based? And you just saw like a Which moment... Well, can be a tall order. Well, but it was delicious. I'm not sure he could have reproduced it like in mass because he definitely... It took him several minutes to do like a, a splash of this and a spray of that and but it was oh it was I love really bartender good. units of measurement by the way <laughs> splash true. dash spray like, spritz <laughs> there's no Eyeball. milliliters or ounces here folks this is just you know let's Not just wing this no. let's just wing it throw a little bit of this in there i will say that's a pet peeve of mine when i go into restaurants and they make them use the jiggers mm. Well, if they're learning, I can see why it would be a good tool. But if they're sure. career bartenders, they probably shouldn't need I knew that a anymore. bartender who was an excellent bartender and could pour a perfect ounce into a fish bowl, and it would be an ounce. You know, he just knew how to pour. Uh, and he worked for a hotel, and for years and years and years, he didn't have to use it. And then new management came along and 
somebody came up and they're like, well, you can't do it perfectly every time. And he just like lined up a bunch of glasses and was like, boom, 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 boom. And he just poured shot after shot after shot of perfect one ounce shots. And they're like, you still have to use it. Oh my and gosh. Like, it takes a lot of the art and the, the grace out of the right. profession because it really and it also, is. It's like, I know that I'm getting the same amount no matter what, but it feels like you're being a stingy bartender when you're like, to me, oh, well, right to the top and okay. You know what? To ounce. me, to me, like, I would uh, say more along the lines of you feel like you're being taken care of when they're not doing that. Right. Right. You know, I, I wouldn't say that I get rubbed the wrong way when I see somebody going and measuring everything out. I just feel like it seems less professional, to be honest. I agree. Well, you have to think that bartending, like bartending is a profession. It is not. It's gone. Know, it's gone by the wayside now. It's. Like it has. Can be a bartender it has on mass. I mean, there's a lot of folks out there that go in. They're a bartender. Half the time, they have another job on the side. They're working their way through college. But you know what? There are a lot of bartenders out there that have been doing it for years and are excellent. It's, and when you find them, yeah. hold on to them. Yes, it's love like the them. difference between like, like a barista, like a true barista from Italy, is like some seventy-year-old dude that's been doing it for fifty years or more. That grinds the coffee beans with his yeah, fist. Yeah, with his like, <laughs> so strong, he can like crush walnuts into you know powder um but like there is there is an art to all of these things and if you allow it to happen if you if you make people learn it or get a new job then i think you end up better in the end but so much of it is i mean that everybody likes to drink there's restaurants everywhere so there's not you can't have that many skilled bartenders they just don't exist well and not every restaurant model requires it right. either no. But the ones that I like to go to usually do, and I think that has a lot to do with the reason that that's the why. That's the why as behind. But that's you know, why I also get like upset them. when I see that happening in those restaurants. Right. I'm like, I I like to think that I'm paying top price for better than this. So. Yeah, there's know. even there's, if even if I am getting a little bit of a heavy pour, I'm paying twelve dollars for this drink instead right. of eight. So right. Give me that little heavier pour. Right. No, I, I agree. I'll tell you, the more sips that I start to have of the saison. Interesting for me, and I'm going to see if I can put this into words, because if I fail, I'm sure you'll both make fun of me for it. Um, I welcome it. Bring it. Come on. It finishes very minerally for me. Um, and that's not a diss. I, the first time I tasted it, I was like, is that really what I'm getting? Let me try again. Because you know one of my pet peeves with a beer is that something that's you know really strong or really spicy out of the gate and then is a watery finish. I don't feel that it's watery, but it is to me minerally. Like so, it's almost like you can taste the quality of the water they use. Maybe I uh, I just can't believe that you just said dis. <sighs> what are we like? Nineteen ninety ninety nine. Right. We had to get you somewhere. Right? I was going to say I was really. <laughs> I mean, it may have a lot to do with the fact that the way that you need to pour this beer is to avoid shifting the uh, yeah. It says silt, sediment. So to leave the sediment on the bottom. Uh, leave it behind. Uh, we'll see. Which I think is interesting. I might lap it up because uh, I really love that stuff. I don't mind sediment in my beer. It kind of weirds me out. Remember the time you were chewing the McKellar? Yes. I, he was holding it up to the light. I, I think it's like the first beer I ever bought you. Yeah. And you're like, uh, maybe you didn't trust me yet. I'm not sure. But you Probably said, not. <laughs> there, are, there are definitely things floating in my McKellar. Like chunks. Yeah. <laughs> all, I remember, all, all I can really recall is that anytime I think of uh, sediment in beer, it just reminds me of the question that was posed... What do you do with brewer's yeast? <laughs> Dog biscuits. Dog biscuits. Thanks, Ashley. Uh, oh, that was that was awesome. I, I think it's interesting though. In a lot of cultures, 
not necessarily American or European, uh, but the dregs of wine are considered good luck. So when you get that last pour, it's like the, it's like the meat and the heart of the wine, and to get it's like that the worm is, in tequila. Yeah. Oh, the heart of the tequila. Of <laughs> making saying, sure they pour it all. Well, yeah, making sure they pour it all, making sure they're not like, hey, what's this on the bottom of my wine? And they're just like, oh, that's the good stuff. <laughs> wink, wink. Smile and a wink. Otherwise known as, you're going to pay top dollar for that bottom right. pour. Yeah. I, um, now that the holidays are over, but you put you put an idea in my head as you're talking about when you read the Mide. label yeah. about the uh, two years. I'm thinking... You want to sell her some? I'm thinking... Uh, Though, though the season of gift giving is over, your birthday is coming up soon. Hey, I'm wondering if I, love I my birthday. I'm wondering if I should get you a label maker because all of these beers have like different drink by you know mm. oh this one should age for two years but then drink it and this one could age indefinitely so by all means take your time. I don't know how to make a system so maybe could we just label the bottles? Or? See, this just reminds me of my system of record keeping, which is duct tape and. Permanent marker. Right now, it's just... Uh, That's a mail system. I see it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Basically, what I do right now is I have three cases of Mad Elf from the past three years, and I did I did sell her most of the case of the Bourbon County that I picked up, which is, like, really great, but also I just want to go drink it all. Well, right and now. I still have eight bottles of the 120-minute from Dogfish. Right, and I'm holding on to that, too. did not have a single one yet. I don't know how I held off. Actually, I think it's because I've been finding it on draft. So I haven't, you know, oh, if it's, poor thing. I know, right? Life is hard. Um, if it was a, that's my, one of my only, like, two beer limit beers. Um, if With I'm, good reason. Well, but I won't have two of those at a sitting just because I don't think I appreciate so much the second one. But if I am having a Dogfish 120, I will only have one other beer and then that's it. I'm like, okay. I'm, you flag yourself. I flag myself. I'm like... So when I'm looking at the menu, though, that's a consideration for me. You know, is this a marathon or is this a sprint kind of a thing? I like to think they're all marathons. I sprint <laughs> marathons. That's what I do. Whoa, Barney Stinson. Barney Stinson. <laughs> I, um, Ian dressed up for the occasion. He is wearing his blazer because he's a professor. <laughs> and I look like one of the students that would be in the professor's class. See me after. <laughs> oh, oh, creepy. You're related. <laughs> Uh, now that mother listens to the podcast she also did really appreciate the i think you spell grammar with an e shannon because I, when i'm with her i correct her grammar so if you can imagine put that in perspective i like this for all of the things that i say incorrectly i'm sorry for all the things i say incorrect better i can't let you down cousin Matt. can't let you down um, i'm gonna give you a pass on this one okay since, but, since you um, knew I tried it. No, I, I actually kind of appreciate how summary this is. You know, I'm going to look at this as drinking saisons in uh, the, the earlier months of the year. It's kind of like a reverse Christmas in July. There you go. You know, instead of drinking those Christmas time winter warmers during the middle of uh, the warmer months, you know, we're drinking a nice lighter, you know, Let's bring in the new year with something, you know, let's cleanse the palates from that heavy holiday feasting. I love the creamy head, though. I can't... It's delicious. There's just something about it. And when it lingers so that you... It's not like you just get it on your first and second sips, but when you get it the whole time, I really enjoy that. I, I do want to, if we may, um, 
you told your story about reverse trick-or-treating yes which was oh, you want to bring up uh, delightful but does I that mean, have anything with have anything to do with stealing candy from children <laughs> <laughs> that's what a lot of people have <laughs> it's a different kind yes. of trick-or-treating um but i was sad because i couldn't be there just because of when halloween fell this year and On the 31st well, true As it that. Does most years. When are they going to move it for my convenience? That would be way more helpful. Well, every year it's on a different day. It's true. Um, at least Easter's always on a Sunday. I can plan accordingly. So, as much as I enjoyed the drunker, progressively drunker text from Ian as he was giving bartenders gifts and then being Whoa. regifted in return, you ju- you just eventually dropped off. You know, <laughs> my phone died. Sure. It's like the spelling got worse and worse, and then he stopped even messaging me. So I asked him if we could do something. My spelling is always impeccable. That's because you have autocorrect. <laughs> no, I don't. My brain is my autocorrect. I go. Actually, I think that autocor- look right. I think autocorrect is more guilty of misspelling words. Oh, it's than terrible. It's, uh, do I you know just... the only thing it like the only thing it won't keep is any curse word that I ever type out. Like, for some reason, that offends... You gotta add it to the dictionary. I know it, like, offends my dictionary every time I add you a curse that word. dictionary to go... <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes, I'll be honest, it's, I'll... Because I have the voice to text now. And, you know, if I'm stopped at a red light, I'll, you know... Siri, you harlot! I'll do a real quick voice to text to send to somebody. And I, sometimes I think it's, you know, this is Urban Dictionary the only... The like... I'm. I feel offended by the things that it says, it spits back at me. Does and I'm it like, say it with no, like? No, delete, delete, delete before somebody else sees this. Siri, you dirty whore! <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Is it like a ghetto dictionary? Does it even have an accent when it types, or how does no, that work? It's it's just terrible. You haven't seen Urban Dictionary? Yeah, sure oh, I have. Okay, I was just making sure. All right. It's one of, my, one of my. I don't get to use it very it's one often. One of my all-time but... resources. Sorry, I was telling a story. Going Continue. back. Oh, go on with it. Thank you. Um, so I asked Ian if we could do something for the holidays that was similar to his reverse trick-or-treating to share that I could take part in so that we could do it whatever day we wanted. And we did. We came up with a, a fun little... I have a basket because well, I'm an actor. Well, it bounced neatly off of our uh, our holiday podcast. Yes. that's. I, I really think that was a lot of it is after sitting around and... Having a meeting of the minds. Which, by so the much way, the trivia off. was a total success. <laughs> it was so much fun, though. You'll notice we won't be getting around to that this week. No. <laughs> we need we a tri- will be avoiding that artfully. We need a trivia break like nobody's business. Also, A break so we can go read some books. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys are just too afraid of failing. Like... Because Clearly, because I answered every question correctly, but didn't want to admit to my answers. <laughs> Whereas I don't, I don't, I'm like the least sore loser you will ever meet. So I'll just, I'll yell out answers willy nilly and don't mind if you shoot me down every time. Wrong. Yeah. Anyhow. So we took one of those seven cases of Mad Elf that we have amassed. Ian's mourning the They're loss rapidly of it. depleting. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to make it to summer. Good thing mm-hmm. you have one in the cellar. Three. Uh, I Save made one for Christmas in July. Ooh, one beer or one, one case? One beer or one six-pack or one case. Well, that's up to you. Two six-packs sold. <laughs> we took one of those cases and I made homemade truffles. They're chocolate on dark chocolate truffles. Uh, and I put them in little gift bags and tied them around the necks of the mad elf. And then Ian, being the charmer that he is, bought some roses to go along with it. And uh, I put them in a basket and we sort of 
spread tidings of comfort and joy <laughs> as we as we walk through this, the the bars. So. One word for it. <laughs> <laughs> comfort, you know, eleven percent makes you warm and cozy on the inside. Comfort is definitely eleven percent. There you go. Which uh, worth noting. Eight point five for a saison. So. Uh, Which it's surprisingly. Non boozy. It 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 actually. I was gonna say that it feels like it should have more in it. Hmm. I just feel like saisons in general. It's a farmhouse. Like farmhouses right. are. They're like, hey, field hand, come right. in from doing those crops and have a beer because it's clean and refreshing. Like pyramids. Yeah, and it's three percent, you know, and then get back to work and like this eight point five business. If I'd been working in a field all day and hungry, and I had this, I'd be like, I'm done. I'm thinking that <laughs> a lot go of take it comes a nap. from nap time now. For me, I th- I'm thinking that a lot of it comes from it has the nose of a triple. I know my nose is big, Max. You don't have to point it out. <laughs> it is the nose of a triple, but it definitely, it definitely tastes yeah. like a saison. So it's it's kind of my mind is tricking me every time I'm going in for another sip, thinking that oh, I better get prepared for that big bite. But it's actually now in your saison experience, which it really is one of my favorite summer beers, just saison in general, especially because and Dupont particularly, I must say, and this one now. Yeah, you still see this one a lot. This is very tasty. Every time I have the option between the two, I buy this one just because it feels a little more rare. It's harder to come by. Um, 8.5. Yeah, there's that. Do you get the bitterness? Like, do I'm you... getting absolutely no bitterness. Really? Because under the back like of my tongue, that could, be, that could be exactly... That would make sense. Because it's not a grapefruit or something that bitter, but it's definitely... I smell a lot of orange. A bit, not like a, like a, like a Hefeweizen, but I mean, I smell orange on this. It's, but it's not like the... Uh, like you said, it's not the sweetness of an orange. It's definitely that. Yeah, I mean, it's that, that side of inner the bitterness. It's that inner of, rind kind of which yeah. I don't sc- think, scent to it. I think of saisons overall as having a sweet finish, but not a like, not, not a like, dessert right. sweet, not a syrupy sweet, but just I think of them as almost like my white wine in the summer. If that makes any sense, I can see that. Um, so this one, I, no, I, I like think saisons. what I like about it is. <sighs> Gosh, guys. I mean, white wine is wine, too. Stop judging. <laughs> I also like water. <laughs> I drink white wine in between good. glasses of red wine just yeah. so that I know that I can drive home <laughs> safely. It's like a palate cleanser. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hello. I like to hang out with professional drinkers. <laughs> what am I saying here? You know, all things considered, there is a time and a place. Thank you. You know, like I, the I beach, maybe if you're. I mean, right. I am the guy that will bring a bottle of red to a seafood dinner. I do that too. You know, I will mostly. mostly I am all about that. Ian makes me. But I did go to uh, a restaurant with my roommate recently, and we sat outside, and it was October, but it was like seventy degrees and sunny, and we sat outside, and it was hot. I was wearing my sunglasses because it was so bright, and we ordered. Uh, pizzas. They do like little personal pan. Awesome, great pizzas. I got a breakfast pizza. Mm. Uh, real thin, crunchy crust. Really, really good food, actually. And, you like anything uh, with breakfast in the name? That's true. Breakfast stout. And breakfast it was just pizza. so hot. I was like, I think I need a glass of white. What? God, no! What I remember are you saying. Ah, I remember this day because I was. They were both texting me. I knew where they were, and I wanted to get there so bad. And when he admitted to white wine, I was like, I believe it when I see it. And they paid the check like as I was pulling up. I was like, oh, I'll meet you at home. Was it at least on the check? <laughs> we didn't bring it with us. No. Who does that? I was gonna say. 
I mean, what? no one Check we on know. Refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to be proud of those nights. You know, you're like, I'm a big fan. Listen, I should have kept my my Tria bill, the most expensive one ever. Oh I'm gosh. a big fan of the smiley face Capone's receipt. <laughs> Two smiley faces. That I is pretty awesome. What she I, was doing is going, ooh, tip, bigger tip. Oh, I'm being tipped. Well, so well when you saw beer, 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 liquor, beer, 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 liquor, liquor, beer, 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 liquor. Least, least was, descriptive bill ever. <laughs> but amazing. All, she could have put anything on there. We would have been like, well, I don't think we had this beer. <laughs> How many beers did we have? We can't remember. Obviously, this is too Clearly many. Clearly, neither can you. Uh, but... Like, the check made sense if it had, like, been printing out and she wrote, like, a smiley face and then we ordered, like, 20 more drinks and she wrote another smiley face. <laughs> but it was literally just two smiley faces. the fact is, like, she, it all printed out at once and then it was like, smiley face, smiley face. <laughs> I was like, why? Why two? Maybe because we were making that face at her because of all we, the beer that we I think if we spent had. a little bit more, maybe we would have gotten the third smiley face. I think that's a goal now. If we ever go back, go back and try to, to try, that try to shoot for the third smiley face. Shoot the moon. Good old Capone's. I just found the drawback of the creamy head on the Saison. Gets in my mustache. His mustache is getting a little um. When's the last time you trimmed that thing? Good long time ago. <laughs> I've made it's... an oath. I'm not getting a haircut or shaving my beard until January 19th. Oh. So we got about three weeks, four weeks, whatever. Too long. What's to say? Too long. Yep. You're gonna look like a Norwegian like prince. A really, it's getting to the point now where, like, I'm, I'm adjusting to the full beard. He's always got the goatee. I think I, I like it when it's sculpted and intentional and all of that. But at this, at this point, I kind of like this look. I'll be honest. I am waiting. I wish I could get away with this at work. It is absolutely the scene from Family Guy where like Peter grows the beard and I've it got has a bird nest in it. Yes, <laughs> like I walked in yesterday and I looked at his face and I was like. I took a minute just to wait to see if the bird was coming out to say hello. Like, it's just... Eh. You know what? And Whatever. I'm, I know this is going to be inappropriate coming from a woman, but I'm a little jealous because it's really blasted cold out right now. And if I had the really opportunity... If you had the opportunity to grow a beard as a woman, you would probably consider it? No, I'm saying if I had the opportunity to add warmth and... To her chin. <laughs> All I heard was grow a beard. <laughs> And I'm slightly Never concerned mind. at this point. No, that's a different different podcast. <laughs> Whoa. I don't want to be a part of that one. <laughs> That'll be a solo podcast. So the <laughs> monologue by the day of this. As I stroke my beard, beard. <laughs> talk to you about beard. beard mistress ruminates on beards. <laughs> Would she be the beard mistress then? Oh, I like it. I like it. That, that, that is definitely approved. Great. As as if one punster amongst us is not bad enough. Um, uh, I'm gonna give you guys a week pass. Okay, so yeah. we can we can make all the bad puns we want. You won't judge, and I, I won't can, judge, and I'm not even gonna I contribute. Can butcher my grammar as much as I. Not want. even gonna contribute. You really are hungover, aren't you? I am hungover, <laughs> like a lord. Brain your liver can't take be. another holiday season. You need a couple months off. When your birthday's in the summer, you'll be fine. Yes, yes, it is. Unfortunately, it's my least favorite season. Sorry, Shannon. Okay. Um. But yes, it actually, it at least gives me one thing to look forward to every summer. I can see it. So I'm going to ask the obvious question for a January 1st podcast. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? <laughs> I haven't decided yet, to be honest. Well, it's a little late, isn't it? <laughs> it, had... it is. It is. But I, I, you know, I haven't quite, quite put my finger on the, the one that's going to really make the most of an impact. 
The one that you're going to actually own and not the just one that I'm actually going it. to do, as opposed to say and you know, oh yes, I'm going to do How this, about? and then three weeks into it, I'm like, this was a stupid idea. And like sit-ups. <laughs> like sit-ups. Why would I do sit-ups? I mean, it's I do plenty of. I don't even like to, to watch other people shape. do sit-ups. Yeah, I just truly. Look at I'm just like, first of all, it's weird that I'm watching you. Second of all, <laughs> why are you still doing those? They look painful and tiring. I think instead? I think your girlfriend just texted me and said, "Tell him to eat more vegetables." Could you own that one? I actually eat quite a few vegetables. Not South Philly French fry vegetables, like legit vegetables. No, I actually eat. I do. I do. I do a lot more than you may think. Okay. Um, when I'm left to my own devices, that's a completely different story. But you know, it's you know, <laughs> Wait, it's so much easier to just cook up some eggs and bacon. Than it it really like, is. You know. Add an avocado. And chop them. Who puts avocado on scrambled eggs? I thought it sounded really good. Uh, I would do like an eggs benedict, maybe like I'll an be eggs honest, benedict avocado, avocado. One of those things I can probably do without. Really? Oh, I love it. It's too creamy for me. It's kind of eerily creamy. <laughs> like I understand it being creamy in guacamole, but like you literally just peel this thing Smushy. and it's creamy. See, I don't like. Well, you know what I mean. I mean, you cut it open, you scoop this stuff out, and it's already creamy. That bothers me a little bit. No other. It's what other vegetable? What what other vegetable or fruit is creamy like that though? Cream of wheat. That's neither fruit nor a vegetable. Mushrooms themselves are vegetables. Cream of mushroom is not a vegetable. Cream of broccoli. No, you're naming creams. Cream is creamy. No, cream is creamy. Yes, we understand that point. Cream of asparagus. That just sounds wrong. Cream corn. Cream of asparagus just sounds quite wrong. Creamed corn. Well, creamed corn doesn't actually have cream involved. Right, it's just smushy. Well, it's you actually, Whatever. you'll scour the edges of the corn after removing the kernels. I think that's the best part. It, it is actually it, quite tasty. Milky. When mm. I was little, creamed corn creeped me out. Like, I wanted to know where the rest of the corn was. But now, I love it. It's just, it's so sweet. I love to bake with it, too. Well, it's why corn has been a sweetener for hundreds and hundreds of years at this point. So, beer mistress, something I've noticed is that you often pose these questions and then never answer them yourself. Isn't that awesome? No, I didn't have to give my top I'm three. Really good at. No. I know you never gave your top never three. Gave that's my top I three. I was editing the podcast, uh, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever? The Christmas one. And I was just like, she never said her top three. Nobody ever asked her. And then, like, I just thought back and it was like, it was like this revelation of just like moments in time where just. You asking questions, and then we all answer, and then no, no, you would never answer them. Nothing would be volunteered. Nothing would be volunteered. Well, maybe... It was like getting slapped a lot or something. I don't know. It was, it was so startling, but so revelatory. I felt like worlds opened up to me. I'm glad I could be with you for so an what epiphany you moment. your favorite beers, and what's your New Year's resolution? Oh, my goodness. That... Gauntlet thrown. <laughs> I approve, sir. I caught it. I caught the gauntlet. Didn't hit the ground. Oh, Name one of your face. top favorite three beers. No, no. We'll just three. we'll start with baby steps. Well, see, there's a difference. I have a top ten, and they're printed online, so no. like there's actual Your, proof. If you could have any beer right now, what would it be? Triple caramel eat. So, nice. there we go. There we go. I actually have a photo of this when I was out for lunch yesterday, and uh, had to try to pass did this one along. They have it in the the fleur de lis glass. They did. I tell you what, I had to buy those glasses because beers like this, like the Saison we're enjoying today, there's just something, it's so much better. When you order it out and it comes in that glass, I was like, no more. And I have a lot of... Do you mean a tulip glass? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I mean, 
The triple carmelite the official. has its very own glass, and it's got these four beautiful fleur de lis going up the side of the tulip. Fleur de lis, like in our logo, right? The dashing rogue logo. Boom, and that Is was that even an accident. It was our. It actually it was. We do you know did not what? Design our logo. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> we approved it. Oh. <laughs> fantastic designer that i worked with her name was hannah uh she might have because she's very intentional but she's not really a beer lover so i sent her some of our favorite beers so she very well could have you know either on their website or on their bottle or something pulled that off because she was really really good about that you french not even a little but he can speak some can't you oh i mean when i met you and you were trying to look really impressive you were like oh yeah i I speak french not rouge (laughs) Jason actually, when we were buying DashingRogue.com, he's like, I'm just going to say the elephant in the room, and I feel that the average American might not know how to spell rogue. You yep. might you might want to buy Dashing Rouge, too, just in case. Just in case. Forward that one on and over. we did, right? No, we didn't. We didn't. Oh, no. We should have. We should. Nobody buy it. Nobody buy it. Don't, don't buy it and buy resell it, it to us. <laughs> yeah. um, and your New Year's resolution. I only gave you one of my three. Am I getting off that easy? No, we'll come back to it. We'll give you okay. ten, I think. I think my New Year's resolution is to drink more deliberately. <laughs> you haven't been you're drinking gonna, deliberately you're yet. You have to explain that one. Um, I feel blessed and lucky to have like a very good collection of beer and people that I enjoy, you know, imbibing with. And though maybe not around me in DC, but when I come visit Philly, uh, you know, some really good establishments where I can try new things. But sometimes I think I take it for granted. And especially now that we're doing this and we're really starting to focus on the sips and the flavors and whatnot is I don't want to be like, oh, well, this is my third beer. So now it can be a throwaway, you know, like I'm not really paying attention to it anymore. I want every sip to be cherished. Part of it is the older I get, the more that these calories are starting to really take its toll on me. So (laughs) just like when I eat, I eat deliberately. I don't eat fast food or, you know, things that aren't real. I want my drinking to be the same way. I mean, I went to a holiday party uh, with work and they had some very, very questionable wine. Um, nope. And Not one of those things that you really want to be A couple decent beers and then like an amazing top shelf bar. Unfortunately, no mixers to go with it. It was just like liquor, 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 but all really, really good stuff. Sounds like a See, good work party. you could use a good bartender. <clears throat> yeah. One that doesn't need a little jigger. And though I'm not really a cocktail person, I like I looked around at the beers and I was like, no, I'm not. I'm, I really don't want a mediocre beer right now. And I got a lot of flack for it because everyone's like, you're the beer mistress. Shouldn't you be drinking beer? You should have schooled them and been like, yeah, I should if it were any good. <laughs> but thou. It's like, give me your budget and let me let me buy yeah, beer me according to your budget. Time. Yes. So I, that, I feel like that's attainable. And... I can also have that in the back of my head when I'm at a bar. And it's not a, oh, I'm going to do 100 sit-ups a day kind of resolution. It's a, I'm going to be deliberate resolution. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of like sit-ups. A month. I've Getting maybe... out of bed is not a sit-up. <laughs> Just FYI. Yes, it is. My bed is on the floor. <laughs> I don't think I've done more than 100 sit-ups in the past year, actually. Good for you. So you've only slept 99 nights in the last year? Pretty much. Oh. It's been a rough Fair. year. Too much gaming. Good year, but a rough year. All right. Ian. I thought I'd get away with it. School me, professor. On what? What's your resolution? Uh, Max didn't give us one yet. He's... <clears throat> so... No, but I did give a pretty good explanation. I haven't come up with one yet. I don't want to... 
So we'll ask you on our February 1st podcast what your New Year's resolution is. I might have come up with it. So last year I was a little late to the game. It was probably mid to late January and I decided that I had nice clothes in my closet and I never really wore them. And I said I'm going to start wearing them on a regular basis. And so it is a rare day that you will see me out and about town without at least a button-down shirt on and slacks, probably a vest, often a tie, or a jacket. Or all of the above. Or all yeah. of the above. Or a three-piece suit on. Because, hey, sometimes you just got to wear a suit. I love cufflinks. Just throwing it yeah. out there. French cuff shirts. Fantastic. I didn't even know what that was till I met him. And now I buy them all the time. <laughs> I mean, not for me. So now... So this year, uh, my, my external life I have improved. So I... I want to improve my internal life. And it's a very simple thing, but my room is always abysmally awful and messy. Uh, drawers are open. There's always clothes on the floor. That's what happens when you leave for work when it's still dark out. That's definitely what happens when you leave for work when it's still dark out. And it's also what happens when you get home late at night and you've had a few beers and you have only like four hours to sleep. So instead of hanging up your clothes and getting to wear them again, you just throw them on the floor and then they get all wrinkled and then you have to wash them and iron them and dry clean them and stuff. Uh, so my resolution, I suppose, is a build off on my current one, or on last year's, uh, that I will take, take more care and, uh, keep at the very least my room tidy and as nice as my outward appearance that I like to present. I think that's a good one. Bold move, sir. I think it's, it's I think bold, you just... but it's not unmanageable. Yeah. And I think with a few simple steps, I should be able to make it happen. We'll start by getting some of the boxes out of there. That yeah, it would help. <laughs> I could, like, finally move in. Maybe. It's been, what, like two years, year yeah. and a half? So, All right. That's what I got. Look at us making a difference. I'm kind of proud of us, though, because, I mean, I'm sure someone is rolling up their nose going, come on now, now is the time for a real resolution. But none of ours were highfalutin. They were attainable. Also, maybe invent that dress sock you were talking about. That's brilliant. Seriously, why are dress socks so flimsy? Yeah, I would like <laughs> to ask if anybody knows of any... I wear dress socks on a daily basis. Um, I have to for work. This is only funny for me because every time I see you, you're in like a hoodie and some work boots. I know. It's, <laughs> and it, dress socks. It, it's, uh, They're just more comfortable on my soft, dainty feet. <laughs> it's uh, find me a brand of dress socks that, that isn't like... flimsy and paper thin and... Able to fall apart at, you know... I have honestly put holes through socks on one wear. And this is not like, oh, my toenails were sharp or long. It's like, I cut them and filed them. And still, on one wear, it's just like... You file your toenails? I was just going to no, say. but if I did... <laughs> well, sometimes I get a pedicure. They're super relaxing. I but love it's them. Just, to I'm me, not ashamed to admit it. It's, you know, find me... More men need pedicures. I like hummus. <laughs> I don't understand why... Dress socks and not, I guess, what, casual socks? I don't know what you would call non-dress socks. Sports socks. Sports socks, yeah, except I don't play sports. I just wear them. <laughs> you don't even do um, sit-ups. I don't even athletic. do sit-ups. Definitely not athletic. No, athletic socks. But, um, I mean, I don't know why there's such a disparity. I'll, I understand being, I mean, very little about women's clothing is practical. Uh, and I hate nylons. I wish they weren't coming back into style. I blame Kate Middleton. She truly, because she's such a classy lady, God, decided that... Who's Kate Middleton? Shut up. For real? Yes, for real. Keep going. With Professor, would you like now. to school him? Okay. Now. F. 
<laughs> we will we will shame you later for not knowing who Kate Middleton is. <laughs> um, I have many times got a brand new uh, pack of nylons, opened them up, and the first thing I do is either put my hand, you know, my fingernails, I put my hand or my foot right through it, and it's like eight dollars, eight dollars to not even wear them for one day. That could have been a triple caramelite. Yes. Oh, I might would have been so much happier to enjoy a triple caramelite than to throw my <laughs> nylons away. So from that side, I understand. Um, you could at least use them to rob a bank. <laughs> That's really Get your $8 back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the bank's fault. Just go to the bank and be like, I want $8. <laughs> it's the nylon manufacturer's fault. Or the wars, you know, because we had to ration nylons. During I personally blame the school system. I'm sure that's it. And Kate Middleton. And Kate Middleton. <laughs> All right. The so... only thing I know about Middleton is the whiskey. Well, that's nice, too. That's delicious. A different kind of nice. Different kind of Middleton. <laughs> um, I wanted to take a moment to thank all of our listeners because... We had one of our biggest weeks ever. Yeah, we did. Uh, middle of December, uh, we had a new record. We were just shy of 500 listeners, which is awesome. Um, Keep doing what you're doing. Spread the gospel, my students. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was... That just happened. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're just going to pretend it didn't and keep going. Not editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are now, enough of you have rated us on iTunes that we are a five-star podcast. And let me tell you, I don't know that there's podcast awards, but I felt like um, I, I could shout it from the rooftops. I was so excited. So felt kind of like there's a red carpet involved somewhere. Yeah. I definitely, you know, I walked down the hallway just a little taller. Um, but if you... If you do listen and you like it and you haven't rated us yet, please do. Um, and if you don't like it, then you can keep not rating us. Yes, in which case, we thank <laughs> also, you. why are you still listening? <laughs> <laughs> On oh, which note... That's a good point, actually. We didn't mean to talk about that. Oh, I was letting you talk about okay. it. Okay, uh, well, I was just going to say that uh, if you are listening, and if there's stuff that you'd like to hear more about, please let us know. If there's something that you think we, we do every week and you just hate it, please let us know. Um... Are there topics that interest you that we've never even mentioned and you just keep craving? You Every week you hope that we're going to talk about it and we never do. Please let us know. And the best way to let us know is probably to go to our website, which is dashingrogue.com. There's a couple ways to get us on there. We have, we have email, we have Twitter and Facebook, and we're so 2013 now. Look at us go. There are so many ways to get in touch with us. Yes. I don't, so. I don't think I've ever signed up for the Twitter thing yet. That's okay. I've actually, I'm not kidding. I was driving oh, yes, the other have. day. <laughs> oh. What is it? What? No. I, I don't know how it I works. was driving the other day. I had a good three hours and I was sort of tossing around Cousin Max Twitter handles in my head. I haven't, I haven't picked one yet. And I will. Cousin, Cousin Max. Max. I didn't look. Maybe. <laughs> that's, that's where I would start. I, just, <laughs> I don't know. Really? Because if we have the power, are you really willing to go that vanilla? Yeah. Especially if we're trying to trick them into thinking it's actually him. (laughs) Say what? What? Anyhow, folks. So. Happy New Year. Thanks for sticking with us. It's been a pleasure. Tell your friends. We've had a lot of fun doing this. We hope that you've had fun listening to us. And we do. We pass the time on your drives and at work. We do thank you for the opportunity because, yeah, I know it sounds like we're a bunch of friends sitting around enjoying beer because we are. Um, but it is, you know, it is still work. And at the same time, 
we enjoy it and your feedback so much that it makes it not work. So, you know, I have to admit, every time I do listen to the uh, any any podcast after the fact, um, I listen to it and it's it's kind of for me it's reliving you know the beer that we were drinking, you know the the side glances we were shooting each other, the conversations we had before and afterwards, and it reminds me of it. And when I'm sitting there listening to it, it's it, sometimes it's kind of surreal listening to yourself speaking but at the same time it's really like hey i'm in here with a bunch of people that just like to sit here talk about good beers drink good beers and you know i I just hope that everybody's really getting that same feeling out of it it actually makes me think of um ian was very kind and let me host a dinner party uh, at his apartment because i had a friend who was home for the holidays and i just hadn't seen him in about a year and a half and i was like hey you know he's not going to make it all the way to me in D.C., but he's coming home to the Philadelphia area. Would you mind? Longest and, day of my life. Yeah, it was a very... I it was think, great fun. I'm not complaining. But it, it was, a long it was like 22 hours of going nonstop. And when you look at someone and say, hey, could you just confee that duck right quick? <laughs> when they are on like 30 minutes of sleep, the answer is usually, oh my God. Probably not. <laughs> but we had eight, nine people over, and I don't know that any of them really knew each other. Some of them would know me, some of them would know Ian, but I got so many messages of thanks afterwards, and it really is because... That's cool, I didn't get it. They said, <laughs> <laughs> they, they said, you know, the food was delicious, you know, the beer is always good, but the conversation. And to have nine people who don't know each other come together for a couple of hours and to leave raving about the conversation, for me, like, that's why we're here. Um, those connections, those friendships. That yeah, that's... Over a beer that's what makes life awesome and uh so let thank you for letting us share that with you and we hope that it also inspires you to share it with each Send other us a message maybe we'll invite you to one of our dinner parties heck yeah if you don't mind talking to eight strangers it's perfect and you're not crazy i don't i don't know how you test through through email for the crazy test but all right so uh we look forward to your feedback and uh your continued loyalty and kindness and uh until next time i am shannon the beer mistress ian the professor and cousin max coming to twitter soon